0: Welcome to the In Between the Post podcast. I'm Ryan, and this is... Marco. We like to up about soccer, and uh, well, try not to butcher everyone's names. Fair warning, there's a 100% chance we will. We, we are going to butcher someone's name, whether, uh, whether it's Lewandowski. I can actually do that one. But it's, it's Lewandowski. Oh, there you go. See, I, did, I already butchered it. So, um, we're going we're gonna to talk about uh, this week's games. Uh, what do you want to talk about in the Bundesliga? So why don't we start with Borussia Mönchengladbach against Wolfsburg? Ah, oh, it was a good game, but uh, B M G is coming back. They uh, didn't win a game in five, and now they've won their last two under so. a
1: interim coach. That must be said under Schubert, who says he didn't. He's not changing much about the tactics; just focusing more on finishing. And uh, it seems to be working out for him. He's done a good job, won the last two games unexpectedly, one could
0: say. Um, he. Be- Wolfsburg is a good side. Yeah, you exactly. Know? Wolfsburg, they were, they're were pretty dominant this season. They're probably like the third best team. In I mean, if Bundesliga, not in form, yeah. then just like in talent wise, anyways. Even without Kevin De Bruyne, they still have a great uh, lineup. Yeah, so. they're still trying to find their forming now that they lost De Bruyne, but should be gay, just giving them a little bit more time. But yeah, It's hard to lose that playmaker. You know, the guy that kind yeah. of played was your whole entire offense in terms of creativity lose that is not easy
1: no but um to just give you the score um 1-2-0 Nodwey and Traore
0: that one scored yeah see I can speak really good Italian
1: <laughs> isn't he French
0: I'm not sure I'm, I'm gonna guess he's Italian that brings us to Um, The biggest disappointment of my week, uh, Derek Klassiker, was a disaster for my team, Dortmund.
1: It was a brilliant game for my team.
0: Yes. um, We may or may not have won 5-1. We played the first half. We didn't look like we knew what we were doing. I'm saying we as in Dortmund. And when I say we, I mean Bayern. Yes, because that is the respective team we root for. Um, You know, they went up in the 30th. Uh, and then Aubameyang brought it to uh, 2-1, it going in Bayern's favorite goings and a half. And then uh, Mr. Goals, Lewandowski, Lewandowski minute. he just put it away. He scored, another two, scored two goals in the span of 15 minutes. And after that, it was over. And then Mueller scored one in garbage time because... The Doorman is so young, and they just will give up. And they just had nothing. They had nothing after that. They were so not used. To, I mean, I guess they were used to that last season. You know, getting that destroyed like this, but they did play. not winning. They're, they're that that's not. Tough. They're an
1: easily crushed
0: team. They gave they
1: gave up too quickly. They did. I think, did gave, I think they did,
0: especially with so many kids that can score. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, Obama you have so many scoring options. Kagawa. You know, they have over thirty combined goals in all competitions. Yeah. So it, that's just kind of ridiculous that they would give up. But I mean, being four one down. It was a. It was a, It was. It was unexpected,
1: really. I mean, we we sort of predicted that it would be an even match, right? That was our right. thinking, that was
0: that didn't happen. I thought it was going to be, you know, finally the Bundesliga is exciting, you know. It's still exciting. It's still exciting, but finally that, you know, maybe Bayern's... Uh, you know, everyone going into the season, everyone thought Bayern was the easy lock. And, you know, Dortmund was kind of showing that they're, you know, like, they're back and they're ready to, you know, start start competing for the Bundesliga again, and after last season's collapse, and they just didn't show up. That doesn't mean that Dortmund is necessarily... You know, like, it doesn't mean that Bayern's has locked it, you know? Because there's still another game, and now Bayern is a full uh, seven points ahead. So... Thomas, I mean,
1: that must be said to be fair to Tomas he's doing a good job with Dortmund he took them from a horrible season last year to a they're just scoring an amazing start and their defense is playing
0: so yeah they're still there I mean 7 points is not easy but it's still 2 it's months enti- into the it's, season it's
1: very early it's very early
0: anything you know there's another transfer window still who knows who will get bought from either team, from one of the, you know... who know, I'm sure Chelsea well, will be trying to buy talent, and Liverpool will trying to be buy talent at the January transfer window.
1: Speaking of um, transfer window, Pep said he's done. He's not buying any more players. He
0: doesn't need anyone. That doesn't mean he is not selling anyone. Who's he going to sell? Who's, che- who's Chelsea going to buy? I think <laughs> that's the question. You know, Chelsea is not having a good season. Jose, Jose wants... Jose has so much expectation to be back up by the transfer window that if he's not... He's either losing his job, or he's getting a blank check to fix whatever happens, or he will lose his job. Speaking of uh, Mourinho, why don't we go to his old
1: posting at Real? Um, they played against Atletico. It was a really high-paced game in La Liga. Um,
0: the game in, that ends 1-1, you wouldn't think would be like you know super crazy exciting, but it was, was like, the entire time, it was super crazy end exciting. End-to-end, there was maybe like...
1: 15 minutes in the middle, 20 minutes, where they sort of took a little break, Real, when they were leading, but Atletico just nailed it, oh, kept Real attacking, kept breaks. attacking. Rafa
0: Benita likes to take breaks, that's what it is. Yeah. He doesn't play the Real style. Well, he's coach. not getting along with a few of the players. Well, that's, Sergio there's rumors that him and uh, the captain are, Sergio uh, Sergio, uh, Sergio, Ramos. Roberto, Sergio Ramos aren't getting along, but
1: we'll yeah. have to
0: see. Bale apparently as well, but. Really? And I didn't even hear about that rumor. Only time will tell. Yeah, I don't think Bale would care. I mean, Bale's also used to play through attacking football, with really going from Tottenham to... The statistics are really interesting, though, for this
1: game. It was very, very uh, level, so possess- uh, possession was relatively level, 54. But yeah, Medico and more shots. I mean yeah, they let's were just, go ahead. They
0: were, they, at one point, they were raining in the shots. That's what it was. I think that did it. Real always has a lot... Uh, Real usually has more shots than their opponents, but they also usually have more goals. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's all the that's, La Liga action we want to talk about this week. There's a lot week. of games, but those were the
1: important ones. But this brings us to the Premier League. What do you want to start with in the Premier League?
0: Um, Let's we'll start with United Arsenal. Um,
1: yeah. We
0: both called United beating Arsenal. We were both wrong. I mean, I'm not even sure if Arsenal played anyone. I it, it could have just been those were just like. B- Ghosts or something, because there was no Manchester United on that field. It was the defense was missing. I'm pretty sure they just didn't even play the defense. I don't know. They those guys maybe were just drunk. I'm not sure. It was, he was slow. Schweinsteiger, yeah, was just slow, and he's just you know. I mean, he's old already, and he's just not. He just didn't look very lively out there. I don't think it was a good pick from LVG to play him. They could. I don't think they were taking Arsenal very seriously for some reason. Even though Arsenal, I think talent-wise, is a better team. You know, I think Man United just thought Um, because Arsenal, I think, was on a streak of bad form because of one bad game against Olympiacos. They were gonna drop the game at home, but they obviously underestimated them wildly because Arsenal destroyed them. There's no other way destroyed. to say 3-0. It wasn't destroyed. 3-0 is destroyed. No goals for Man United. Arsenal was at home. They scored three. It was, it was, and it was all within the first couple minutes. That's also the thing. that the, It opened up early and the game was over after 20, after 20 minutes. That's when Arsenal scored its third goal. So the game was over at, at, after that point. So there's just nothing else to say about it other than Man United did not show up at all. S- 6 seven, nineteen. Fuck, you right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Another uh, big League game this weekend was uh, Chelsea-Southampton. Um, Chelsea looked like they were doing fine at first, and then in the second half, they also, like Man United, decided to not show up anymore, and they lost 3-1 to Southampton, which has actually been... Th- Southampton's not been in good form this season either, so even more embarrassing for this Chelsea team. I don't know what's happening. Jose Mourinho went on a a tear speech at the after the Seven game. Seven-minute rant and has been punished by the FA now. I mean, uh, yeah. Chelsea's been actually punished by the FA again this week for the uh, Diego Costa incident. Mm. They got fined more than Arsenal did by $10,000. Um, Chelsea... Mourinho went on a rant about the referees. And Mourinho says he's going to be back up by January. He so says he's going to be in the top four by January. And the funny thing with that is how he always says... Uh, he always criticizes Arsene Wagner for uh, always just trying to make the top four, and not trying to, and never winning. And that's what he's that's the situation he's in right now, which is kind of sad for Jose Mourinho. That he's he's just being messed up by the media. Well, I mean, the British media is tough, but I don't think Chelsea deserves any credit for anything right now. They just they don't know where they are. I mean, it's- maybe with the injury of Ivanovic, they put in another. Put another defender in and hope that changes it. It's been their worst start in recent history. Ooh, it's been the worst start since like the seventies. Yeah, seventy eight or something like that. That's it's really disastrous for them. But
1: uh, it's it's just a matter of. Do you, okay. Let me ask this. Do you think Jose Mourinho will have his job uh, come Christmas if they come continu- Christmas if they continue in current form? Well, he has bad.
0: He has a very bad relationship with the owner. Ibra, yeah, with Ibra, Abra, Abra, whatever his name is. Ibrahimovic. No, I don't actually know. That is the player. That's a that's, a, that's So him and Zlatan don't get along. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's Pep He has very bad. He has very bad relationship with the owner and Abramovich, something Abramovich or something. Abramovich yeah. of Gazprom. And Chelsea, they won the league, and they look like a garbage dump. I wouldn't say he would. He's gonna lose his job. I think he deserves the three years. I think he deserves like a third, like to finish out his third year. Um,
1: unless they're in a-
0: relegation, if they're like doing that bad, where like they like start on not taking points from games where they should be taking points, and they're in that bottom three, he will be out so quick. And you know, who's gonna be in Carlo Ancelotti. If he does lose his job, I will put my, my hot take pick as the only, mani- only good manager on the market, which is hey, Carl Ancelotti. Carlos Ancelotti. Yeah.
1: There's always David Moyes.
0: So Technically, the, as has a job. Um, other ridiculous EPL game was Man City-Newcastle. Um, everyone um, was questioning Man City there. They're questioning their form. It has to be said that um, Aguero pulled a Lewandowski. Yeah, he scored five goals in about 20 minutes. Um, of playing time from first to fifth, they it was. I was watching the game. I didn't even know what to do <laughs> after all those goals. I was like, should I even keep watching this? I think I switched it to a, a Bundesliga game. I just like there's no point to watch this at this point. And uh, De Bruyne also added a goal in the middle of the, that scoring blitz. And De Bruyne's goal was actually the most impressive. He did a, like a spinning kick, yeah. just one touch into the goal. That was very impressive. So It's nice to see him sort of starting to fit in. This Man City team is here to stay. Now, that wasn't just a fluke, their start. They, are going to be start. they are going to start trying to make their case. I mean, they've made their case that they're a competing team. But they're going to start separating, I think, if, you know, Man United, who was their biggest competitor, is not getting their, you know, their stuff together. And Arsenal, you know, they only play half a year anyways. So, and with Chelsea be looking bad, it looks like Man City, if they can keep doing that, the teams, confidently, that's it. That's my my hot take on the matter. Chelsea. Do you have anything else to add about uh, Newcastle-Man City? Uh, um,
1: there was a lot of pressure on De Bruyne when he came, right? Everyone's... Like, can he justify the amount that they paid? Will he fit in perfectly? It's nice to see him sort of starting to fit in, getting into the system, actually assisting, doing what he does best...
0: I think he only didn't fit in the first game. He was a little awkward, but, like, he had got up into form pretty quickly. You know, he's been scoring. He's been creative. He, he has to realize that he ha- isn't the entire offense anymore. That's Silva. You know, David Silva is probably the, the, the creative player on the team. But the fact that is that you have two pretty amazing creative players on the team that can do whatever they want with a striker like Aguero and a midfielder like Yaya Torre, they're looking, they're looking like a scary team. <laughs> They, um, it's gonna be exciting to see their run for the rest of the year. Are they gonna win the Premier League? I mean, still, it's early. It'd be a hot take for me to say anything, but yeah, I'll say like right now they look like the champions of the of the Premier League, and you know, right now they even uh, look like they can go far, and they're a form that they can go far in the Champions League. I agree. I think this is the year that they are. I'd be very surprised... I would not be surprised to see them in the semifinals this year in the Champions League. Okay, that that makes sense. And that's putting them... You know, that's saying that, like, either PSG, Barcelona, Real Madrid, or Bayern does not make it.
1: My assumption is that they are currently... Without Messi... I think that they they are in current form playing better. Messi
0: will be back, though. In Barcelona. Right. I Messi know, that, will be why. back by knockout stages, so. That's true. Until then. Unless he, you know, unless he goes to jail. But that's. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, in case you don't know, he's being accused, prosecuted, whatever you want to call it. Him and his dad for tax, tax evasion. evasion. Yeah. They said he was going to be fine, but now they're like, nope, joking. And the prosecutor says he, has, he he's aiming for 22 months for Messi. Which would be kind of tragic. Like, unless Messi's doing something wrong, he's doing something wrong. But at the same time, like, dang, that'd be so tragic to the soccer world. Funnily
1: enough, do you know who else on the Barcelona team is being cross- prosecuted for tax evasion? Neymar, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, Neymar's been having these problems. Neymar, since he left. Yep. He's just Barcelona's been having, been having problems. I mean, he he's the one that got Barcelona their transfer ban. Yep, Although the ends... Spanish FA is now fighting FIFA to get Anand Toran to be able to play, yeah. which is going to make the biggest difference because everyone forgets that Anand, Anand Toran is not just a great player. Came from Atletico. But he's not playing right now, and he's in perfect form yeah. when he plays. Whenever he gets to play for Turkey, he's he's like scoring everything. He's he's there. He's in Turkey's entire team right now, which is it's kind of funny that he's not playing for a club team. And he's like in perfect form. That's like how it used to be in like it's, before the seventies. It's know? like
1: Kevin Ben Prince Boateng is playing in the training in the Serie A now, I forget with who. I think it's AC Milan again, but right. his was because he was kicked out of Schalke, so there's a difference, right? Right. But um, Adnan Turan, he's he's just too good to have sitting on the So way.
0: the uh, the last EPL game of note. Um, maybe not for its match but for its result is um, Everton versus Liverpool this Um, was a big game not because of this outcome but because of what happened yeah, we, I mean, the game wasn't that impressive. It was no. a Merryside Derby. It ended 1-1. It's not the worst result for a Maryside Derby. No, but, but people lost patience. People, people were done with, with uh, Brendan Rodgers, and I'm, I'm sure as everyone and their mother knows who's listening to this podcast. Maybe not my mom, but... Shout-out to Mrs. Myers. <laughs> Shout-out to Mrs. Myers. Um, Brendan Rodgers has been fired, and as of today, Friday, uh, Thursday the 8th, Jurgen Klopp has been confirmed as the manager for Liverpool FC.
1: This is, brings this brings us to our main topic. This is really exciting for me as a as a not as a Dortmund fan, but
0: a fan of German football and German coaches. He is, and for me as a Dortmund fan, for, and for me as a fan of soccer, he is the most fun coach to not as like not even his style. But like it's fun to watch him on the sideline yelling at people and just going nuts in his tracksuits You know jumping on the ground. Do you think he can continue the tracksuits? Oh, he he's gonna continue. I if he wears like the Brendan Rodgers Liverpool encrested suits Maybe Brendan Rodgers is like taking them to the cleaners (laughs) and gonna deliver them to Jurgen Klopp while crying (laughs) I don't think I don't think Brendan Rodgers suits will fit Jurgen Klopp. Brendan Rodgers is a
1: thick dude So Brendan Rodgers isn't the only one to leave Liverpool assistant boss Sean O'Driscoll Head of performance, Glenn Driscoll, and head of opposition analysis,
0: Chris Davies, have all been informed that, or asked, rather, to leave. Well, this is for a very specific reason, yeah. which is that Klopp will have to bring his guys into the fold, because Klopp is... Before we get into that, let's... Do you think that... Let's, okay, so
1: there's going to be a lot of pressure on Klopp, right? Yeah. Um, and Klopp needs time. Both times at Mainz and at Dortmund, he needed a year-ish... Yeah, my really, see,
0: he didn't even go up his first year. No,
1: he needed time to make the system work. And now he's coming in mid-season, not even time to buy anyone until not January. Not even time to have
0: summer training at all Nothing. or camp. And then, then know, his they're, first they're game... playing against Tottenham, who's been exactly. in one of the best forums in the league, only losing one game and scoring so a lot every game. do you think there will be too much pressure on
1: him and he will not su- not su- not, not succeed but struggle? I'll say that I
0: love Jurgen Klopp. I'll preface with that. We're, we're this, both on This the, point... Now maybe Liverpool fans will you know berate me on the social medias, or in person. <laughs> maybe I will got eggs thrown at me on the street. But he's not going like that team isn't gonna be Dortmund two thousand eleven tomorrow. No. You know tomorrow. No. It's it, not even this season because he needs to rebuild that team to how he plays. You know the I'm not gonna pronounce it right the Gergen pressing. Gergen pressing. The, um, the the style of play that the style of play which I'll uses. explain briefly is that. It's a almost like a counter pr- press where the second his team would lose the ball, he would immediately aggressively have his players try to get the ball back, but with a very quick press. And it's that's basically chasing down the ball. Yeah, it's chasing down the ball. It's it's almost like a fake fl- 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 elementary school way to play, but he did it very well.
1: Yeah, he where some teams when they lose the ball they go into the defensive position. He makes his players just you see the ball you go for it. Nothing stops you from getting that ball,
0: and and all their men go right get mark their man right away. He's just very good at that style of play, and with pacey players, it just fits very well. Now, now who the problem are, is who are these pacey players on that team? It's Coutinho and Firmino and Dannyings and Benteke. I mean. Dennings is not fast, but can cut, at least at least if he gets the ball back, he's very dangerous with the I mean, ball on his feet.
1: these guys are not as fast as, like, his Dortmund team was fast, but they're fast right. enough Right. I that.
0: mean, I, I bet he's praying that he could have came here this summer and convinced Raheem Sterling this day, because Raheem yeah. Sterling would fit perfectly here. Just being a player that's good at winning the ball and pace. Yeah. You know, he, Raheem Sterling can't finish, but he could do everything else, which is all that Jurgen Klopp would expect of him. But... but um, it's, it's just so there's you don't a think lot well. of guys that just don't fit. Nath there are some that do. I'll say I'll start with the ones that do. Nathaniel Klein, perfect. Left back, pacey. He's played for Southampton. He can get the ball. He can press, he can get the ball. I'm not worried about Nathaniel Klein fitting. But like Adam Alana, who hasn't played much this season, if he's played at all he is he i don't think he'll fit at all cotinho i think cotinho will fit i think it'll take I some time for cotinho yep. i don't think cotinho's ever played like this before a played four games by the way i don't think cotinho's played like this before it's going to take some time um jordan ive is young and impressionable so actually like for the future i think this is so good for jordan ive because what? he's such a, a young tank what about Emerson? Emir Khan. <laughs> German, so he'll have that connection with Hopefully Chloe. he can play. He's, like, been a little iffy for Liverpool. Nominated for the German national team. Nominated for the German national team. That's very impressive for him. Hopefully he, he can uh, succeed, but I just don't think these— It's not, like, a thing you learn overnight. It's a thing that's simple in practice, but takes time to learn. Think of, uh, like, the Knicks and the Triangle. They didn't learn it right away for anyone who f- paid attention to basketball.
1: What about um, Firmino, who
0: came from a German system? Firmino's played against this team. You know, he's played against a Jurgen Klopp team. So I think he knows it. So I think he'll fit as well. But then everyone else, I don't think fits. I don't think Penteke fits. I don't think Sturridge fits right away. I don't think they're going to learn how to do that. Penteke is just always been the kind of guy that just expects for people to get the ball to him never the guy that's getting the ball and then bringing it through that's not like that was never that's never what he did for aston villa and you know the problem with liverpool is that you know they're already the worst crossing team in the bpl last season and he's the best crossing striker so now he's gonna have to learn especially with the you know the gerger pressing he, closing. i'm not gonna say it right He's gonna need to completely, you know, completely change his game. I think he can thrive, but he, you know, they're it's, they're not gonna be doing this. Even if they get used to it, it'll be too late in the season. You know. What, what about Mr. Dennying's? Danny, the, the thing with Danny Ings is, and maybe this is a hot take. I actually think he's, he was kind of like a better signing for immediate play time than Benteke. You know, Benteke's gonna be a better future signing. You know, Danny Ings is a year older, but Danny Ings just he plays the way Liverpool does. He he cuts in. He, he, you know, he he goes with. He's a guy with the ball at his feet will play very well. So he actually, if he is in the Geiger's pressing system, and he wins the ball, he's an immediate threat, where Benteke is not. But Benteke has to get it to someone, and then get forward, and then become a threat. Where Danny, the second he gets the ball, he's a threat. That's, that's you know, he can get to the goal, he can shoot, he can score. You know, as he did for uh Bursley. Yeah and Daniel Sturridge Daniel Sturridge might fit I don't think again I don't know if he can fit right away he's he's coming back from an injury he's in decent form we'll see if he can even play the whole season again cuz he hasn't played a full season in a while and that's like the most that, those are all the relevant uh players other than Jordan Henderson I don't think Jordan Henderson I think he'll be fine he's he's only played a couple games this season but he's the captain he'll be fine
1: so, speaking of the coach, right? So, um, people we assume are coming with Jurgen Klopp are the guys that he played with Mainz and uh, Dortmund with. Um, Klopp will be the head coach. Um, I cannot do this name, but I'm
0: going to try Zelichko, Zellich- Buvak. I um, that was pretty good. I'm sure there's some Eastern European right now listening, and he's, he's screaming his head off because we're not saying the right... Yeah. The right thing.
1: Well, he's going to be the assistant coach, the sort of tactics guy. And then um, we think that Peter Kravitz, um, the scout, who were Klopp has previously nicknamed the Eye, will join him. Um, so how this would work, in our opinion, or how we think it would work, is Klopp is the, he's the passion, right? He's the emotion. He's the guy that's going to light a fire under the player's ass. He's the guy that's going to make them and and um not force them but want them to achieve more whereas Buvac will be the assistant coach, right the, the tactics guy, what do
0: you think? Buvak is the Gerger press guy. Yeah. Your Kwap is the, you know, I wanna make you the best possible. Also, does my friend Buvak look at how he plays soccer? Yeah,
1: he's 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 his thing is just as club. Everything needs to be done at speed, high octane, relentlessly f- win to fight back possession. Counterattack is his forte. With an amazing and incredible pace and movement, and it's really beautiful to watch.
0: It's 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 gonna really make Liverpool and like the EPL in general a more fun league to watch. It's such an exciting play style, you know. It's it, it's it's so it's so different from the tiki taka yeah. of Chelsea and like you know Arsenal when they go up or even Man United when they go up. You know, they're not going to be able to play. It's very hard to play the tiki-taka against Gegenpress, Press, which is why Dortmund had lots of success against Bayern over the years. And, you know, the, the fake uh, classic, der Klassiker started was because these teams could... Uh, Dortmund was the only team that could really fight uh, Bayern style in the past couple of years. And it's really going to change the league, I think, in terms of speed. Because, I mean, the EPL is a pretty fast and rough league. I think it's gonna even amplify it, and you're gonna start seeing when if if it succeeds. You know, I'm not gonna say it's definitely going to succeed, but I hope for it to succeed over the next. I'll give in club two or three years to make this, uh, you know, a, a really great system. Here, I think you're gonna start seeing teams do it, like the lower lower table teams. Because it's something any team could do. You know, it's just, it's just you know, beating it into them. You know, most lower table teams focus on defense anyways. And, you know, focus on counter against the bigger teams. And this is, you know, a defensive counter. So hopefully, you know, you can if this gets best beat into even the lower table teams in the EPL, you'll get a lot more competition.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think this is a good move for him. It's he likes playing with for clubs that have tradition. That where the fan culture is big, which everyone knows Anfield is great for their
0: fan culture. And just uh, you know their world fan base in general. It's working yeah. class. Just similar to Dortmund. Working class fans who pretty much wake up in the morning and only think about Liverpool the whole day until the game starts.
1: Fun fact, actually, when Dortmund joined... Dor- uh, when Dortmund... When... Um, a club joined Dortmund. He had a sit down with all the with a bunch of the the fans, the ultras, the ultras, and he would delay the um, meeting because one of the members was late. He was held up in traffic, and so he is he he wants that close relationship with the fans because he is a guy who's about passion, emotion. You will see him fighting with a fourth official on the sideline. You will see him doing all kinds of karate chops. Now we jumping. have to talk about
0: the most important part of Klopp's tenure this season <laughs> is that when they play Chelsea, oh, my God, him and Mourinho's verbal sparring will probably spawn legend. They'll write a movie about their verbal, their passive-aggressive verbal sparring between each other will be so fun to experience because they just, they just really like talking down to the media and talking about other managers. You know, I don't know any two other coaches that like to talk so much about other managers than them two. Really Klopp doesn't really like talking about managers. He likes staying. mean, like Klopp has taken recent shots at Brendan Rodgers uh, and yeah, took he, shots at Pep. He knows that he knows
1: that you can he knows that fans want the manager or the
0: coach to take shots at their right. Although he opposition. has complimented Arsene Wagner in the past. Yeah. He said Arsene Wagner is an orchestra leader. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that <laughs> was different, though. He was saying that Arsenal or Wenger's style is more like an orchestra. It's beautiful to watch. It's it's It all just works together, whereas he he likes heavy metal. He wants it to be loud. He wants it to be violent.
0: He wants Which, it to like be. Like I said, it's great for the Premier League because yeah. you have a team he's, like he's that. He's bringing a whole
1: new energy. And what's important for Liverpool's turnaround is energy.
0: I think that's all I have to say about Jurgen Klopp. I mean, I'm, we're going to be talking about it. From now till forever, such a good thing for world football for this guy to be at the reins of a team again. Because it's exciting to see him. He's so fun, though. He's he's just such an interesting person. He's 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 the spawner of a million gifts.
1: He's also he's also the I think if I'm not wrong, correct me please. Um, The second German coach to to do. Second, 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 second. It German was coach. Um,
0: Felix Magath who did, who took over Fulham. Yes, he was the he's the first German coach at Liverpool. I guess you yeah. could say because yeah. he's the second yeah. German coach to ever coach the EPL I'm, side.
1: I'm very excited to see his work, his philosophy. Hopefully, transform Liverpool. You're
0: right, and for uh, Brendan Rodgers, have fun being the second Liverpool coach in a row to take over at the uh, English national team spot. And that's where <laughs> everyone's saying he's going, but I don't know why people keep putting Liverpool coaches in charge of the English national team it does not seem to be working out
1: that is sarcasm (laughs) (laughs) for you Americans that don't know what that is we're done yeah well I hope you enjoyed today's podcast you heard all of our opinions on Klopp and whether we think that he'll actually succeed or what he brings to the table that Brandon Rogers was lacking Um, you are very welcome to follow us
0: on Twitter Brian is at Myers right if you don't like what I'm saying please tweet me your hate I feed off your hate, so. And um, our f- official Twitter account is The Posts Podcast. Yeah,
1: um, you can email us. We have an email address. It's between the post podcasts at gmail.com.
0: <coughs> send us your hate or send us spam. We don't care. We like both. You can find us on SoundCloud at Between the Posts Podcast. Something like that. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed it. Please join us next week for. Uh, we're having a guest on the show. Uh, my yeah. Liverpool friend from home, Angelo Sylvester, is going to be joining us. So and expect a lot more of Klopp. Yes, we're going to be talking Klopp. It'll In-depth be, depth look at Liverpool. Depending on uh, Saturday's result, we're going to be either ripping apart or praising the god king, Jürgen Klinsmann.
1: Oh yeah, so for those of you that don't know, this week, that's why we don't have any uh, suggestions as to what to watch. It's international break. Germany just lost literally 15 minutes ago to Ireland, Ireland 1-0. Ms. Marco Ruben cried for about Ike. 40 Man, I cried if you can't it, I mean I'm still crying right now um, I don't know how we lost that it's just it. yeah um, so it's international break so there's not any big games the US is playing
0: Mexico uh, join us next week um, we're gonna be uh Talking about Jürgen Klinsmann, um, whether he's the god king or the absolute failure devil of the U.S. national team, we're going to be having my longtime friend, Angelo Sylvester, a uh, diehard Liverpool fan uh, abroad who uh, will probably argue with us about Klopp for 40 to 50 minutes, and then uh, me and and him will rip apart Jürgen Klinsmann or praise him. And I will, as the German,
1: defend him. There you go. See you next time, guys.